This is the Chippewa Valley Geek Actual Play and Community Theater Podcast. Kurtz Middle School. The Monsters and Other Childish Things One-Shot. Okay. Welcome, everybody. We are playing Monsters and Other Childish Things. Uh, I've been itching to run this for a long time, because I've had this for a long time, and I thought it looked like a cool concept. And now that we're actually down to doing it, I have no effing clue what I'm doing. So... Let's just go around and introduce uh, introduce yourself, your character, and your monster. All right. I am Nick. I am playing Lucy Awai. She is a transplant from Hawaii. Um, kind of a mixed blood heritage. A little, little bit of everything in there. Um, her favorite things to do are swimming and surfing. Unfortunately, she got transplanted into a landlocked town in the middle of the continental U.S. So she hates it. A lot. Uh, her monster is Amakua who is the great white shark of all time. He is the Big Daddy Jaws of Big Daddy Jaws. Um, he enjoys swimming, scaring people, being British, and reveling in the primal worship of everybody else to him and his gloriousness, as British do. Right. And shark gods. Do. Yes. I'm BJ. I am playing Ralph Dog Jones. Uh, basically, this little punk kid here, <clears throat> who's uh, tough and dirty. Uh, favorite thing is uh, hot, fresh food, and his uh, friend, Mister Whispers, is a swarm of giant rats. And Mister Swarm Whisper, of normal size rats. Normal size, okay. Yeah. Normal size rats, but with red beady eyes. Yes. Okay. Uh, Mister Whispers loves listening to secrets and watching the secret things that he'll only share with me. So, haha. Uh, so, <clears throat> all right. Um, I am Jack. I am playing uh, Tommy Maslowski, um, who is your prototypical uh, nerd. His favorite things are science and math, and uh, but he is also something of a loose cannon. He kind of goes back and forth. You would call it bipolar nowadays, I guess. Gunny sex is anger. Oh, so, in other words, I'll fit right in. Great. Um, his monster is Flytrap Joe, which is basically object from Little Shop of Horrors seen through the lens of H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah. He, and uh, Flytrap Joe's favorite thing is insects. And Insects is best. Well. Put your sister to the <laughs> test. <clears throat> sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. I did not mean to interrupt you. Uh, I would also say that... If he doesn't get insects, then he kind of goes close and crowd scraper. Whereas uh, favorite things to eat are um, small animals, large animals, small plants, large plants, houses, and so on. Yeah, it's important to keep Flytrap Joe fed. Is there a hunger mechanic for this guy? No. Too bad. Just GM Fiat. Feed me, Seymour! Oh, and he talks like a gangster. Yeah. Yeah. So? Yeah. Hey, Tommy, what should we do, boss? Want me to give him the gat, boss? Sorry, all I get is Dr. Detroit. I don't know if you've seen that. What? Old Dan Aykroyd. I, I oh, know I of Dr. Detroit. I don't know that I've seen much of it. Oh, I was just... I was going with Cagney. He, he kind of made that voice sound. 
We're just going to have to tie you down to a couch and start feeding you movies. I know. It's pathetic. All right. You want to do a real-life MST3K? I am totally <laughs> down with this. It is mid-October. School has started. Uh, you're probably six weeks into school. Uh, you are all in your second year at Colonel Walter E. Kurtz Middle School in any town of a landlocked state in the Midwest. Uh, so you're all in seventh grade. Um, it has all the uh, charms and beauties of the middle school of your memory. In fact, I kind of set this in the past, like specifically my past. So not only will you experience the horrors of monsters from beyond space and time, but also the horrors of your life. The actual Kurtz <laughs> Junior High School in Des Moines, Iowa in circa 1980. <clears throat> Just so you know. Check, please. <laughs> What's the matter? You had bad times in middle school? I'm just assuming he did. Yeah, oh yeah. So, so yeah. So yeah, we'll all be in tears. How do you each wake up on this on this school day Tuesday? My mother rips the covers off me because she's been calling for me for the last 25 minutes. Tommy! Come on, I've got breakfast ready. You're going to be late. Mm. Get a move on. Uh. Come on. No. How does uh, <laughs> How does dog wake up? What's his alarm clock? Since you're kind of homeless... Uh, effectively uh, living, I mean, you're living in like an abandoned house, and you've got actually pretty decent creature comforts for a homeless person. But uh, Jesus, when when the abusive husband of another lady down the street starts yelling at her, uh huh, you you I wake up it, at the yeah. the seven fifteen slap, yeah, <clears throat> just brush myself off, grab a half eaten donut, eat it, and get up. That's about it. So <laughs> Mr. Whispers doesn't have any interest in making sure you get to school on time, particularly. No. So how about Lucy? Um, Lucy wakes up all on her own perfectly, although she does wake up from a weird dream, and she's, of course, you know, kind of... Covered in seawater. Seawater, yeah, yeah. She's got this weird barnacle that's, like, on the pool next to her. It's it's creepy. Um, but yeah, she, she wakes up perfectly fine on her own. She's ready and ready to go. This is normally when she'll get up and do her morning swim, but, you know... Tough shit. Yeah. Yeah. Out here, you've got to go for like your morning plow or something. <laughs> something that she just lands out of the cornfield, pretends she's swimming. <laughs> All right. She's, she's been pushing for that pool for a really long time now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and your parents are getting ready for work themselves, and so it's the typical morning chaos of, you know, breakfast and yeah. where are my keys and all that. Uh, so you get a, you know, a peck on the cheek on your way out the door and have a nice day, honey. Uh, and uh, the school bus comes around to pick you all up. So you all ride the same bus to school. And uh, it is the usual chaotic dysfunction on the school bus. There are three kids in the back of the bus having a farting contest, uh, you know, trying to see who can make the loudest and the stinkiest. Uh, and Jay Ben Dixon is, is one of them, and he's uh, grabbed... Uh, your fellow math and science nerd buddy, Matt mm-hmm. Terlicky. He's grabbed Matt Terlicky and has him, like, pinned the floor of the school bus and is, like, 
not farting in his face, but like straddling him and farting and being like, how do you like that, Matt? <laughs> Come on, Jay, stop it. What the hell? Oh, you said hell. And uh, you sit down to Kel- next to Kellyanne Conrad, who's like the fashionista kind of girl. Oh, perfect. This will work well because, you know, I'm wearing my standard floral t-shirt, floral, floral buck-up shirt and uh, flip-flops. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, hey, Lucy. And she's got, you know, like a polo and some sort of like cashmere oh, yeah. ascot and... And like the, the purple <clears throat> length skirt. So it's all you said it was Kellyanne what? Conrad. So she does alternative fashion? Yes. Okay. Yes, that was totally not inspired by Kellyanne Conway. Um, <laughs> so. That's a lovely coat you have on. Are oh, the buttons real? Y- yes, they're real buttons. Oh, wow. I, I thought they stopped making those in the Civil War. <laughs> yeah, check this out. And she like has like a, a new gold chain. I mean, a necklace. A, a necklace, yes, that's what they're called. Because mm-hmm. I know so much about fashion. And, and pulls it out and says, uh, Yeah, look at what Joe gave to me. <gasps> Not Joe. It's real Black Hills gold. Hey, is that felt? Wow. It is now. <laughs> that's, that's impressive. Yeah, I know. He said he's going to take me out to a movie. Which one? We don't know yet. <laughs> How are you getting there? <clears throat> Probably hold hands and walk. That's very risky. What do you mean? Oh, never mind. Does he have like some kind of? I, I don't want to say. It's not my place. Horrible can disease. It's not my place. What are you saying about Joe? Not crabs. Nothing. Nothing. Wait, what year is this? Let's call it. Let's call it 1990s. <laughs> Set in 20. Shut up. Oh, no, no. You do have birthdays that are 2004. Yes. So it's it's today. It's today? It's today. I, I just heard that Joe's parents wouldn't buy him a new computer. I mean, he doesn't even have a phone. He does too have a phone. Are you trying to uh, try a little put down here? Like, just subtle? Do it. Come on. Come on. Do it. Yes. All right. Let's do this. Okay. Roll your uh, face and put down. You should know by now you never listen to me. Like, because you're kind of dissing on Joe a little bit, but trying to be subtle about it in the catty girl way. So, any matches? Nope. Okay. It kind of just blows right past her, and she, she says, well, you know... I guess you wouldn't know much about about boys anyway, seeing as how you're so unpopular. It's really too bad. And uh, she's going to do one harm to your hands. So change your hands from three to two. Or two to one, or whatever. Okay, so you just like erase them. Yeah, yeah. That seems weird, because then you're not going to remember what it was. Just draw a slash through it or something. Yeah. Leave my hands alone, alright? They're scarred from surfing. It's weathered. It's because I use them for fun and hard work. You should try it sometime. Well, she doesn't do anything to your hands. It just means that, like... <clears throat> I just assume that was what it... I'll clean it up that way. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Fine. So, uh... She's like, I'm gonna go sit with my friends. And gets up and leaves the 
Fine. Are you doing anything? Uh, you see your buddy Matt kind of getting beat up on. Are you doing anything or just letting I'm him, doing letting my best invisible impression. Okay. It's not me this time. <laughs> That's true. <clears throat> and where does Ralph sit on the bus? Do you go all the way to the back? Do you sit in the first seat in the front? Well, Somewhere in the middle on the I'm wheel well? Outcast, so probably somewhere, anywhere there's an empty seat. I'll okay. just keep my head down low and ignore everyone. All right. So, yeah, you get to school, uh, get off the 15 minutes of hell that is the bus and go to homeroom. You're all in the same homeroom. You have Mrs. Murdoch for your homeroom teacher. And homeroom is kind of 10 minutes of nothing. You know, it's just take attendance and... Like you kind of fart around till first bell, and then, and that's about it. Mrs. Murdoch is actually pretty decent, but then uh, the dreaded morning announcements come on, and you know there's like a, a chime, and then the school secretary is like, uh, "There will be an assembly this morning in place of first hour, uh, so please assemble in the gym uh, at first bell." And uh, Ralph Jones. Uh, please come to the office. Your parole officer is here, or something. Wow, you just exude confidence. <laughs> That's the secretary being unsure I know. if it's the parole officer I or know. what. So, like, everyone's like, ah, Ralph's got a parole officer. I guess I'll just get up and head down there. Okay. You go down there and, uh, is it Officer Wilson? Yes. Officer Wilson is there. And he's like the neighborhood beat cop. He's not your parole officer. He knows your circumstances and uh, keeps an eye on you in kind of a good way. So he just basically checks in, makes sure you're doing okay, makes, makes it kind of his business to see that you're not getting into trouble. Okay. And... You know, so he just kind of checks up on you every couple of days, usually in the neighborhood. But uh, uh, you see him there, and he's like, Ah, hey, Ralph. I just hadn't seen you for a while. I wanted to make sure you're still making it to school. Everything okay? Name's Dog. Oh, yeah, Dog. <laughs> What's up, Dog? Everything's fine. Yeah? You keeping, you your, keeping your nose school clean? Today. You get a bath recently or a shower or anything like uh, that? It's been a few days. Yeah, you might want to just... <clears throat> Uh, he he pulls a bar of soap out of his pocket. It's like he might just want to, you know, in gym class or something. All right, thank you. Yeah. You take care, okay? All right, you too. He uh, talks to the vice principal. He, like, goes into the vice principal's office and is just like, hey, have you had any issues with Ralph? Okay, everything's good? Great. So, yeah, um, first bell rings, and uh, morning assembly starts. So are you doing anything, or just going straight to the auditorium, like good, good little seventh graders? Straight to the auditorium. I'm skipping. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. What are you doing? Now I'm just going to hang out in the bathroom. Okay. Maybe throw some baloney at the ceiling or something. That sounds pencils. Wow. Bathroom. Uh, my cousin Brian actually did that in junior high. Went into the bathroom with a package of baloney and sat there. Keep it up at the ceiling and see how many can get to stick up there. That's, that's kind of brilliant. So we'll get to you in a minute. Uh, but Lucy goes along. I mean, she's kind of not paying that much attention. She's going with the crowd. Okay. So uh, you come in, and it's it's morning assembly, like, in the gym. 
and uh, it is uh, the principal gets up there and says, "Okay, everyone, uh, as required by state law, O'Malley the drug dog, take it away, O'Malley, O'Malley the anti-drug dog." Excuse me, <laughs> and O'Malley comes in, and he, and like he's a well-known, you know, it's the it's the. It's not drug McGruff. resistance. It's McGruff, kind of, yeah. but, but for dare, dog for dare yeah. right? And he comes in and he's like, "Hey, kids, how y'all doing?" It's O'Malley, the anti-drug dog. I'm out. Everyone, join me in the anti-drug cheer. Okay, you know how that goes, right? No, I say don't. You say do drugs. Ready? Don't. <laughs> Oh, let's humor him. We're going to do the anti-drug cheer now. Don't. Do drugs. Don't. Do this. (laughs) Don't. Come on. Jump. (laughs) Good job, everybody. Yeah. And he runs like up and down the front row and he's handing out buttons that say bark at drugs. And then he goes back and he's handing out pencils that say too cool to do drugs. And everyone knows the deal with these pencils is when you sharpen them. Then they say, cool to do drugs. And then you sharpen it more and it says, do drugs. Yeah, those. He's like, yeah! Hey, guess what, kids? We've got a really special presentation for you today. We have the, the Drug Education Resistance Dancing Song Team. So take it away! <laughs> and this, I'm glad I skipped. Wait, can someone search the dog? I think he's on fucking coke. <laughs> so... Like this very quick performance kind of happens. These these musicians and dancers and people come out and you know kind of make a little stage in the middle of the auditorium. And there's like lights, you know the the spotlights are kind of going, and the lights go down in the gym, right? And the spotlights come on, and uh, these dancers come out, and they're like there's six of them. Mm-hmm. And they're wearing these really weird costumes. They're these long, flowing robes, kind of, that look like they're made out of a lot of raggedy scarves. And they're very brightly colored, so like one of them is white, in all white material, and one of them's in all black, and one oh. of them's in red. Which one's getting arrested first? <laughs> one of them's in green, and one of them's in yellow, and they all have these like weird, <clears throat> like kind of animal skull masks. So, or the, like, they look like, like a almost like a, kind of like an African mask sort of thing, representing some sort of animal thing, but it looks almost like it's made out of bone or like a decaying thing. It's really weird and tribal looking. And like the one in yellow has these great big stag horns on it. And they start, uh, the lights go down and everyone's like, what the fuck is going on? This is just weird. And the music starts. It's kind of this thing. <laughs> the yellow one is singing and doing the thing, and the other the other dancers are kind of like holding hands in this ring, and they're swaying back and forth like this, doing all these spins and weird things. And uh, <laughs> Have you actually seen this video? No. Okay, this is Chum Drum Bedrum. It's a Russian singer, and it's God bless you. Weird as fuck. I just looked for like 
what is the Did weirdest? You just Google weirdest song. Yes, yes, weird as fuck, and this was the video <clears throat> that came up. Perfect. So. Wait, yes I did. It's the man dressed like a woman and like yodeling into the microphone in the spandex? Yeah. Silver spandex? Yeah. So. Sounds pretty much right. Well, so the Trello Love song. I meant the man dressing him as a woman in the spandex. He's not really a woman, just in a kind of a jumpsuit with a weird. Some high heels. It's... You ever seen Epic Sax Guy? Nope. Later. Yep. So yeah. anyway, so this is going on, and there's lights, and there's dancing, and it's this kind of like kids are sort of like that's kind of cool. And this it's, is out of ordinary. We it's certainly out of the ordinary, and we can sit and watch it. And uh, so the the song continues, and the dancing continues, and and the uh, the five dancers. You know the the one in yellow is still singing and doing the song, and the five dancers make like a a chain, and they go out into the, onto the floor of the auditorium, and kind of almost like a conga line type of thing, and they go through all the the staff, the the teachers, and they grab one of the teachers and bring him, you know, lead him, and it's Mr. Wickham, your English teacher, <laughs> and they lead him back into like the dance circle, and. Uh, do this thing where they, they have all these like red scarves and they tie the scarves around them and kind of have them like bound up like this. And he's like, I don't know what's going on. You know, I'll play along. You got I'm, it, Wickham. You go. Yeah. Go Wickham. Go Wickham. And uh, they they lay down this uh, kind of like a, a round, a circular tarp, almost like one of those old-fashioned f- things that fire, you know, jump out of the building and land mm-hmm. on for firemen. So they have this thing, and they like lay Wickham down on it, and then they they take start taking uh, pieces of their robes off, which are like these colorful scarves, and making this big pile of colorful scarves on top of them, and uh, and they start throwing them up into the air, right? And he goes up, and he kind of flips and tumbles and lands back down on this thing, and the scarves kind of floof up and then floof oh, back down on him. That's so cool. And then they keep, you know, they do this kind of into the the end of the song, you know, kind of reaches its yeah. its logical climax and they throw them up one last time and like comes down and it's just a pile of scarves and Wickham is gone and everyone's like yeah that's really cool you know a magic trick and shit that's neat right yeah so a bunch of guys in colorful outfits with masks and they're making that stiff disappear and this is against drugs yes that makes no sense I mean come on dude that's like 2001 a space odyssey there Right, so subtext. This isn't actually against drugs. This is weird mystical shit happening. I know. Okay. Right. All right, meanwhile, in the bathroom, you're throwing baloney at the ceiling. Because, of course, Mr. Whispers brought you some, like, day-old baloney. Yep. And it's still actually pretty good, but baloney's just not your jam. Wait, wait. I was going to say, why would you be eating that? <laughs> I mean, let's be real here. <laughs> Day old's pretty good. Day old brought to you by a rat. Yeah, but I, I, I like hot food. <laughs> it's been sitting in the sun for a while. It's lukewarm. But the great thing about it is it sticks mm. to the ceiling. Hot baloney. So you've now gone past the how many can I get stuck up there, and you're now at the point where you're actually like 
how many can I get stuck up there all at the same time, you know, before one falls down? And so you're up to 14, and it's going really well. And uh, uh, Mr. Whispers, he's, of course, in the walls and in the, you know, yep. he's like, Hey, dog, how's it going, man? How come you're skipping the big show? I'm just not interested in the big show, Mr. Whiskers. That's cool. That's cool. So... You need anything? Right now, I'm, I'm pretty good. Okay. Well, I'm getting a funny vibe, but you stay cool, man. All right, just let me know if something bad is going to happen. Okay, I'll keep you... I'll keep you notified. Hey, I learned something. Ooh, what'd you learn? You know the vice principal, Mr. Graziano? Yeah. He's got... He's got a uh, special collection of magazines in his drawer, if you know what I'm saying. Ooh, is he in there now? Yeah. Oh, damn. He's in there with his hand lube, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, no. Yeah. God, it's just fucking twisted, man. (laughs) I'll say. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, you better stay out of trouble. Apologies to Al Graziano. I know you're a very nice man. You're a very good vice principal. I hope you never hear this. Yes. Please do not listen to this (laughs) podcast if you are from Des Moines. Yes, because all of the names are real people. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, assembly... Everything goes dark at the end of performance, and then the house lights, you know, the big fluorescent lights come on, and, like, the dancers and musicians and everything are just, like, whisking all the stuff away from the stage and, like, getting their shit and getting out, and second bell rings, and it's time for English class. I had English class, leaving all the baloney on the ceiling. Yep. (laughs) Victory. Fifteen. They're all staying, too. Like, you, you close the door, and, like, one... I can't wait for Plaps the down onto the floor. to go in there and start doing their business and I'm in a lap full of baloney. <laughs> All right, let's go to English. I wonder, you think Mr. Wickham? Wickham is there waiting for us? Well, oddly enough, you get into English class and uh, it is not Mr. Wickham. <gasps> it is a substitute. But Mr. Wickham was just here. Yeah. The substitute uh, is a very thick woman. Uh, kind of like big legs, big, wearing an all-black dress. She's got her hair in almost like a beehive. I mean, not quite Marge Simpson quality, but, you know, a third of that. And it's still... Doesn't have white streaks? <laughs> no, it doesn't have white streaks. Uh, looks like she obviously dyes her hair. She's probably in her 50s. I mean, she's like older than fuck, from your point of view. Yeah. And uh, she seriously looks like she... Uh, Puts her lipstick on like this. A lot of violence in that lipstick action. And she like smiles. And she's got little bits of lipstick in the cracks between her teeth. And she says, good morning. My name. And she grabs a piece of chalk. is Ski. Mrs. Blackledge. I'm the substitute for Mr. Wickham. He was feeling Poorly after the performance. Do you know what held you back? No. This makeover is brought to you by cerebral palsy. Holy shit. She is fucking freaky. Just. Yeah, but what does she look like? Yeah. (laughs) And she starts, she goes into the lesson and starts doing sentence diagramming. You know, like, I see Mr. Wickham is left off in sentence diagramming. And uh, so she's, like, kind of doing the talk and then asking questions. 
Tommy, what's what's the object of this sentence? Oh, <laughs> uh, what's the sentence? <laughs> Don't know, I see. Okay, Lucy. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, you want to roll for it? Well, yeah. I don't okay. know the sentences, so I have to go by one lock. Well, no, I mean, she's been diagramming a sentence on the board. I understand that. So. I don't know what the sentence is, so. Just pick an object. Okay. A beach ball. There. <laughs> sure, beach ball. Yeah, you get total freedom to determine what the sentence is here, Jack. Uh, well, I was also going to see if I was actually paying attention. <laughs> okay, so well, you was, give me a uh, brains and. remember. Uh, or notice? Yeah, brain's notice. Three, four, six. Yep. She, nope. <laughs> I like this. She says, no, the beach ball is the subject of the sentence. The beach ball bounced. It's the thing doing the action. Well, then there's no... Beach ball bounced vigorously. What's the adverb? She looks at you, Lucy. Like one eye, kind of. <laughs> when she looks at you. Um, like it might be a glass eye and it's just about to pop out from her high blood pressure. The Lucy comes back from a very happy place where she's surfing her mind right yeah. now. Dreaming. Uh, there, there is no adverb? Wrong! I haven't added it yet. And she goes back to her chalk and... Like, she starts drawing, like, her sentence diagram starts to look like this. And she sees it, and she's like, <gasps> and she grabs the eraser and erases it really quick. Are you okay? I'm fine. We're going to do our spelling test now. But it's Tuesday. We don't have spelling tests on Tuesdays. Excuse me, are you in charge of this class? No. <clears throat> I thought this was English. <laughs> she, Mr. Wickham never has spelling test on Tuesdays. She grabs a detention slip off the desk and writes a detention slip for you. And is like, that's for being pert, young missy. We're doing a spelling test because I say we're doing a spelling test. She's a shampoo. Never mind. Mr. Whistler's name? Mrs. Blackledge. Do you know what that diagram symbol that scared her was? If you say so, Mrs. Bagledge. She grabs the detention and just looks back. What? Double detention! For what? I was so confused. Pull out a piece of paper and a number from 1 to 10. Okay. Apocalypse. Shoot. I had a list of words ready and I didn't bring it. Uh, Apocalypse. Excruciate. Exsanguinate. Are you being funny? No. Why are you laughing? You want some of this too? Spelling. Ruin. Destruction. Amputation. <clears throat> oh, you must have had a horrible childhood. <laughs> Right, and so the list goes on in that vein, more or less. Mm-hmm. So, the first one was Armageddon, I wrote, nope. The second one was what? Whatever, nope. And then she said, destruction. Or, ruin your face. Destruction, my appetite. 
Yeah, with the spelling, you know, she goes around and collects your papers, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you've got a detention slip. For double secret detention. For double secret detention. <laughs> and uh, uh, basically you make it through the rest of the class. Like, there's 15 minutes at the end of quiet reading that has lots of giggling and note passing and bullshit like that, and she's just, like, beyond a stern disciplinarian, she's like an absolute crazy person. Um, but uh, finally the bell rings and uh, it's on into U.S. government with Mr. Fensterman and Mr. Johnson. The the dynamic duo of Fensterman and Johnson who teach U.S. government. So which one pitches? No, uh, they, it is Mr. Fensterman and Johnson arrive to school every day in the same car they both wear Birkenstocks and socks. All right, so U.S. government, uh, Fensterman and Johnson start talking and are like, they're boring as hell. And yeah, that, that is the question of debate is who pitches and who catches. And no one's ever been able to figure it out. The answer but is yes. They are talking about the civil rights movement and they do about 10 minutes and it's boring. But thankfully there's a film. Which means the lights will go out, the projector will go on, and you can go to sleep. And, uh, you know, the film is one of these old black and white things. Like, even though it's about the civil rights movement, it's like it was made in 1971 before, like, you know, kind of like, the Civil Rights Act passed. And so now we live in a country without prejudice or... You know, stuff. And it's all good, right? And the hippies are here to support the Reds. In that terrible transatlantic accent. You're watching this, lights are out. It's just three degrees too warm in the room. It's dark. The whir of the projector, the drone of the voice. And Alma Kua is like, hey, Lucy. How's How's it going? It's going good. You want to go on a trip? Oh, yes. Yes, I really do. Oh, let's go to the dream sea and see what we can see. We'll travel around a little bit. You want to ride? Oh, he's, he's British. British. Do you want to ride with me? I can't do British. <laughs> what are you trying to say? You want to ride with me? Do you yeah, want to let's ride? do it. All right. Like, you kind of fall asleep, and he's there with you in the dream sea, and you're, like, you know, grabbing onto his dorsal fin, and he's... He's swimming, and he can really move through the Dream Sea. And the Dream Sea, of course, has access to, you know, portals or you know, it's a means of traveling yep. elsewhere. He's like, I know. Let's go to Saturn. Have you been to Saturn? I have not. Let's check it out. This yeah. is cool. I've seen this. So he uh, comes out, and you see Saturn, and all of its rings and all of its glory, and uh, uh, the moons of Saturn. Oh no, no, you can breathe. You're fine. You're fine. And uh, he's like, there's this secret thing inside Europa. Let me show you. And he goes down to the moon of Europa, which I think is a moon of Saturn, but it might be a moon of Jupiter. Yeah. So don't yes. correct me on that. I, 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 I think it is a moon of it's, Saturn. Yes. Yeah, Jack will look it up. I'm not uh, looking it up. Okay, don't look it up. Just you want me to look it up? Ball. No. Ganymede. That's a moon of Saturn. I'm almost 100% sure that's one of the four big moons of Jupiter. Ganymede, Io, Callisto, and... Oh, fuck. So you get to Europa, which is absolutely a moon of Saturn. 
You could have just said we traveled to Europa. For, for, that. for story purposes, it's actually not. It's Jupiter, isn't it? It's one of the four big ones of Jupiter. Yeah. We get to Europa, and uh, he said, oh, I meant Jupiter. It was Jupiter all along. Look at the red spot. I can't trust anything anymore. Ah, uh, Your mom told you. No. It's hard to keep all these <laughs> moons straight. He, uh, But he t- dives down into Europa, and it's like covered in these this kind of methane ice type crap that has all these fissures and cracks in it. And he swims down in between the cracks and goes deep under Europa, go into like this um, cave that's under there. And uh, there's these creatures, these little gray-skinned, rubbery creatures that look sort of like Dobby from Harry Potter. Sure. Right, they look like kind of like these weird little house elves or like Morlocks, Snivirfoblin or whatever the hell. Right? How do you pronounce that? I don't. I don't. <laughs> they're all like super happy and excited to see Almakua and you, and they're kind of you know like hey dancing up around and you know doing like kind of cheering, and then they sort of go back to what they were doing, and you know they're like chiseling diamonds out of the walls and eating them, oh. and. He's like, yeah, that's what they do. Is they, they they live on diamonds and they have they're happy all the time. Isn't that cool? That is really cool. Yeah. See, diamond. That made sense because your creature is the one that would be most likely to do that. But I've already given you detention. So uh, yeah, you spend your time happily in the dream sea on Europa watching the behavior of these weird rubbery creatures. Oh, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and U.S. history passes quickly and comfortably for you. What are you doing, Ralph, during the movie? Sleeping. Okay. Uh, Mr. Whispers doesn't really talk to you in your sleep. Okay. I mean, or does? I'm asking you, not telling you. Not really. He's out listening at secrets. All right. And I know not to go to the principal's office today. Yeah, the vice principal. Bad news. <clears throat> and uh, Tommy. Are you staying awake during the film? Are you paying attention? Are you being a good student? I am absolutely not paying attention. I'm actually uh, trying to get ahead of my science project. Okay, what's your science project? Uh, my science project is... Well, let's see. Last time it was a lemon juice battery. So this time it's going to be trying to figure out how to build a um, power generator using an alternator from a car. Okay. There's a like some little potted plants on the windowsills mm-hmm. uh, and you have a seat next to the window and uh, like one little Venus flytrap stock comes up out of one of the plant pots mm-hmm. and it's like why don't you do something horticult- horticultural Tommy that'd be really neat wouldn't it boss because the last time I tried to do that Joe you tried to eat the little cat that was next to us hi, hi there what? Yeah, and and what's gonna happen if somebody loses their kitty? Everybody's I stop happy. being hungry for a couple of hours. Everybody's happier. That's what happens. Okay. So, <laughs> so what? Sh- okay. Well, you got a better idea? I'm just saying you could do. You know, I'm not crossbreeding plants with you, Joe. Oh, but that that fern is just so. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, boss? You're doing this stuff with a generator, and I could be, I could be, 
planting my seed pods. I just have to devolve into sex. Yeah. So, so do you have like a notebook that you're... Yeah. Okay, do, doing this. So, uh, Mr. Fensterman, who creeps around on his little Birkenstock cat feet, comes up behind you and you feel a hand clamp on your shoulder. He says, what you working on, Tommy? I'm just trying to catch up on some homework, sir. He says, uh, you know that this is government class, not science class. Well, when the government starts paying more money to science, I'll start paying better attention. Alright, well why don't you put that away and start paying attention now? I guess so. Alright. I'll just put that away into the anger pile. <laughs> so yeah, finally the film ends, people wake up. Off, off to uh, passing period again. And uh, dog, you have to go to your locker between classes to switch out stuff. And when you get there, O'Malley is already in your locker looking through it. He's like rummaging through your locker. Hey, get the hell out of my locker! And mm. he turns to you and says, you know, he's all in the stupid dog costume, right? He turns to you and is like soulless glass eyes just kind of look at you and he says <laughs> if you're innocent you have nothing to hide right <laughs> it's my personal private stuff pal oh. I didn't know they had a Gestapo Snoopy Mr. Whispers is like whispering from the you know the walls at you and says who are you talking to dog some guy in a dog outfit where right in front of me there's no one are you sure? There's, I don't know who you're talking to. There's nobody. I don't see anyone. So he's just not real? Who's not real? <clears throat> and O'Malley, like, finishes searching your locker and slams the door and kind of walks away, just kind of, you know, this stupid, bouncy walk. And he's kind of whistling some little tune about, uh, Today, tonight, the stars are right. And... Kind of shuffles off. Okay. I need to check out my locker. Yeah, he didn't take anything or put anything new in it. He just was okay, like... Okay, then I'm going to follow him. Rifling through your shit, basically. Uh, so yeah, he walks down the hall and like goes around a corner. And you go after him and go around the corner and he's just gone. Okay. Mr. Whispers, keep his ears open. For what? For anything suspicious and strange. He's all right. Well, but he still doesn't like know what the fuck you're talking about because okay. there was clearly no one there. You know, you saw little rat noses peeking out of the the cracks, and yeah. he wasn't seeing him. Well, that's not trippy as hell. I'm trying to make it trippy as hell. I uh, yeah. All right. Uh, next class is Jim. Nope. Uh, Yay. Finally. Mr. Zile is there. Hey, Mr. Zile. All right, kids, everyone line up. Line up. We're going to choose teams. Jay, your captain. Jay Ben Dixon. And, uh, let's have 
Lucy be captain. For the other team, we're going to do some dodgeball today. So pick your teams. And Jay, like you take turns mm-hmm. picking people, and Jay basically picks all of the big jocks. Big jock boys. Yeah, and you get everyone else. So you get you get uh, Tommy, you get Dog, you get Gene Allen, the fat kid, who's just like a very nice guy, and he's pretty smart, but he's... Yeah. Basically, yeah, use, useless in that's, most physical circumstances. Let's play some dodgeball. Mister Zile, dodge, duck, something, dive, Dip, and dodge. dodge, dive, duck, and dodge. Oh, really? the five Very D's of dodgeball. And he says, uh, "Now remember, you want to pick the bigger, stronger kids for your team." Thanks, Mr. Ziles. I had no idea. So, what is your brains plus out think? I have a five. Four. Four. So, Lucy is five. Dog is four. And Tommy is four. And Jean is two. So, uh, uh, you start playing dodgeball. And Jay... Jay picks out uh, Gene and like clobbers him hard, just almost undresses him with the ball. The other the other kids go. It's a bloodbath. Kind of. <laughs> you take I one. Dodge. Okay, you're gonna dodge. I'm gonna dodge. That's the whole point of dodgeball. So I've got two fours. You need to beat two fours in both height and width, or at least match. I eat a ball. Okay. You take one harm to location four. So reduce guts. your guts by one. Okay. Jock number two throws at you and hits. I'm going to catch it. Okay, give me a uh, P.E. or uh, you can give me feet P.E. Or if you want, you can use uh, hands blocking. I go feet P.E. So I add both of those together? Yep, okay. and roll that many dice. And you want to beat a pair of twos. Any pair, any pair. I get a pair of sixes. All right, you it. Yep. You managed to catch the ball, and jock number two is out. And coming at you, Lucy. Jock number three throws at you and misses. Can I try to dive in front of it to catch it? Yes. I would like to do that. Okay. Or do you just want to dive in front of it, get hit, and go out? <laughs> so give me feet and key. Better off with three eights or two tens. Uh, probably three eights. Let's do the three eights. All right, you catch him. He's out. And uh, let's see, Gene is out. You both got hit, right? I I caught it. Oh, you caught it. Yeah. Uh, but Tommy got hit. Um, so it's basically Lucy and Dog against the two jocks. Now you get to take an action, Lucy, but you have to do it at minus one die. Okay. Is one of the jocks, what's your name's boyfriend from this morning? Yes, as a matter of fact. I'm going to shoot a throw at him. Okay. 
and his stupid swarming face. Uh, what am I doing? Uh, so you could do feet and PE, I think. PE is like your general yep. do something physical skill. Uh, I want to throw the same time he's throwing at the same person so it's harder for them to dodge or catch them all. Okay. So take what you got and subtract the die. You too, because you're subtracting a die? Okay. Oh, that's a horrible one. I have two fives. Okay. I got two threes. Okay. And two ones. He's going to try to defend that, but he's down a die because he's already acted. And he can't, probably can't, he's got to beat both of your rolls to defend. And he has no matches. So basically both balls hit uh, Kellyanne Conrad's boyfriend and knock him out. But it's back to Jay's turn now. So he's still up. Uh, he grabs a ball. High, low. That's low. Wait. Yeah, it is. Five. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five. One through five, yeah. six through ten. Low, right? Yep. So yeah, he's going to... I'll try to catch it. Whip it at you. And he's got a pair of threes. I got three fives. All right, you beat him. He's out. You still get to act. You each get to act. Even though he's out, it's like the whistle hasn't blown yet. Oh, I'm nailing him again. Lucy would go first. Is Kellyanne Conrad in this gym class, too? No. That's just a for a face. I didn't want to make it too big. I'm just going to go set the ball in the middle. Okay. Mic drop. As he puts the ball down, my ball will go flying over him and hit the other person again. Okay, Jay or one of the jocks? One of the jocks. Okay. They're always picking out of. Uh, Technically, I think I am one of the jocks. Uh, no matches. You, well, but not the jock yeah. crowd. Right, so you throw, a, you throw a ball, like, clearly, like, Lucy is setting the ball down in the middle, doing her kind of like, ooh, mic drop, we got you, and, uh, you throw a late ball, and it misses, but Zyle blows his whistle. And he says, that was after end of play, Ralph. Detention. And he fills out a detention slip and hands it okay. to you. But, but it slipped. Yeah, it always <laughs> slips. That's what everyone says. Three years from now, use that excuse again. Okay, everyone run some laps. Uh, do we have to? Shut up and run. Oh. I'm going to walk him. But my shin splints. No. So yeah, uh, after gym, it's lunch. And what passes for recess in middle school, which isn't really very recessy. The food is awful, as usual. There, who do you sit with? Um... Probably the kid who got beef stewed on the way to the bus. Matt? And, yeah. And uh, I don't know anybody else, so. Okay. Yeah, you and Matt have a table, like, all alone. And it's like the the uncool kids. We don't care. We're spending all of our time working on important things like science and, you know, how to use the scientific method to get girls to notice us. Right. He's like, uh how to build a woman. <laughs> Weird science. 
deadly friend. That's like, it's like, you make fun of us now, but wait till we blinded in with science. Yeah, you make fun of us now, but wait till I'm Bill Gates. So uh, Matt, Matt says, "Hey Tommy, look, what? I I'm working on a thing for the science fair. What? Don't tell anyone, okay? Who am I gonna tell? You? Good point." Check this out. And he opens up his notebook, and it's like, it's just drawing. He's very good at art. And it's drawing after drawing after drawing of Iron Man costume. Well, it's designedly better than what I was thinking. So, okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. This is what do you think? Isn't this copyrighted? Like, <laughs> so, like, what, out of cardboard? No, no, the real deal. But I'm going to need some help with the, you know, the, the power thing that goes, because I I was hoping you could help me with that. It's the most important part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, because, I, like, I don't know, like, how we're going to power the, the boot jets and the the weapons systems and stuff. Okay. And I need a little help with the coding, too, because, like, the whole helmet visor, <laughs> it's kind of in the design stage at this point. Okay. I'm a little because you also fabricated for me. <laughs> Completely out of character. I actually had long arguments with people because they said the Iron Man suit would work. It's like, there's absolutely no way this could work. You know, so I'm trying not to get pedantic on this. Well, it would be in character to actually okay. explain why it wouldn't work. Okay. Matt, look, I like the idea, but it's not going to work because simply put, you're not going to find a way to get that kind of energy source that small to power something that big for that long. Number one. Number two, even if you can put it together, you're going to end up with a situation where you're in a metal shell. Now, if you get hit by something, it might stop the whip, it might stop the thing, but it's not going to stop the shock wave coming through it. So you're going to end up getting liquefied. So what are you trying to do? Fly? Yeah. Well, that's great until you have to land. But control surfaces. Like, yeah. Look, but- I've really researched this. I've read number one through number 172, and I think, I think this is. Yeah, but Newton's second law, man, is basically going to say... That you, can, you can see him, like, going like going through the Decalogue, like... That wait, sh- wait, wait. Is it the second law? Every no. action is equal to reaction. reaction. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. He's, he's like, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not kill. Shalt <laughs> Which was the first law? I forget. F equals MA. Oh. Well, then both, both of them matter on this one. <coughs> right? Or is it... Is it inertia? Inertia might be the first law. Body in motion stays in motion, body at rest stays at rest. Third law is F equal. Okay, so Newton's laws kind of make this impossible to work as a suit of armor. At least to deal with what Iron Man deals with. You're killing my buzz, man. Well, I'd rather kill your buzz than end up having to clean you out of there with a shovel and a hose. <clears throat> what are you doing for the science fair? Um, prepper stuff. Look, so... All right, so I got the idea. I was watching, you know, one of those zombie movies. So they're talking about how they have no electricity. So I was going to take an old uh, alternator and then wire it up so that, excuse me, you could use a bike, take off the back wheel, and use the chain to move the alternator to create power. That will never work. Why would you just like champ a zombie to it and have the zombie pull it? Where the fuck are you? Why don't you just go out to the He's power company? He's Tommy. Let's just go out to the power company, hit the button, Tom, turn uh... it on. <laughs> Lucy. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Lucy pops in at your table and, like, gives advice over the... No, I don't. No? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Look, star water we is the it. power of the future. Lucy, I could sits, do by, it. Lucy sits by herself. Yeah. She's too new. I, I could do it. We could do it directly like this, but I was thinking about making a flywheel, because if we do that, then we don't have to pedal so hard. Oh, I get you. I don't get it. So he thinks he can make an Iron Man suit, but he is like totally baffled by the thought of having a bicycle-powered generator. Hey, at least we get to take apart a car, and then we can use it to shock shit. That sounds cool. Yeah. What are you doing at lunch? Do you, by do you, myself. You know, man, you're all nobody, such a bunch of loners. Well, nobody wants to sit with me. You That's kind of kind of true. I, actually, at lunch, I'm actually skipping lunch because I'm back at gym, taking a nice long Wait, shower. You're, the, you're <laughs> with my new bar of soap. You'd uh-huh. probably be sitting at the same table we are, just opposite corners. Well, I'm the. How long have I been at this school? Since like. About since like late last year, so really not that long. Yeah, so I'm still relatively new. Like I'm not comfortable just jumping into friends groups, and I've kind of got the lay of like, okay, you guys are uncool, and I used to be cool, and I used to be awesome. So I don't really want to get too deep into you guys, but the jocks are kind of douchebags here, so I don't want to get with them. So and then like the of, mean girls okay, isn't yeah. your table either. So. Okay, so I'm just kind of like in the gray zone in the middle of all of these. Yeah, so you come in late to lunch. And uh, you're all fresh. Smelling remarkably good. Yeah, I mean, actually, <laughs> looking pretty good. And the, the lunch ladies, uh, like, make sure they hold back a tray for you. Because, like, school lunch, <clears throat> unlike all these other kids, this is, like, the highlight of your day. Because it's hot. Yep. And, I mean, Mr. Whispers brings you cold pizza and bagels. and But, I mean, it's all kind of... Yep. Out of the dumpster. And it's like, it's nutritious and sustaining and all of that. But like, hot food? Fuck yeah. yes. So, uh, so you've got a lunch to enjoy. Lucy is kind of off in her own funk. And uh, it's time to go to life science. I'll be messing up taking my time eating my lunch. It's time to go to life science. Oh, it's okay. time to go to life science. <laughs> so <laughs> the story plot thickens. Now I have to ask, and you can make this up out of whole cloth. Sure. We already know the answer for Lucy, but for you two, for you two boys, who's your secret crush? Madison Cates and Claire Stevens. Okay. Because anybody with the four names, she's pretty. She's kind of cute. She's she's a really on the ball girl. Yeah, she's a, she's okay. like. Complete overachiever. Yeah, and is like drama, band, mathletes, bitch. Uh, <laughs> just like all the stuff she plays soccer. She's on like the the private soccer league. She's in like four different school sports. She's straight A's. Just kind of like all the stuff. And she's pretty nice, but like really overscheduled. Who's your secret crush? I have no clue. <laughs> well, she has not met her secret crush, right? I think that was in your backstory. The, that the, you just have crush have met written down. I don't remember that actually coming up in the backstory at all. Right. Yeah. Well, you you have this like crush in your dreams, kind of, but oh. you, he's not an actual person at your school. No, I miss it's that Jason Momoa until today. Mrs. Harper says, "Okay, everyone." Uh, don't take your seats yet. Remain standing. Today is a very special day. You all signed your permission slips. So we're going to do um, your changing body. And I want you partnered up in pairs. So uh, 
Tommy and, and Madison, table number one. Uh, Ralph and Susie, table That's two. Dog. Fine. Dog and Susie, table two. And uh, we have a new student today. His name is... Uh, what's the... What's the his name is Richard Light. And Richard Light is kind of a... Looks Caucasian, but he's got strangely brown skin. Like, he's just way too tan for October. Mm-hmm. And he's got kind of long, almost like surfer crash. boy hair. Mm-hmm. And he's got this real... He's wearing a, a t-shirt that is like um, Great Lakes Sailing School or something like that. And he's um, he's got like a lanyard clipped to his... like, And he's wearing topsiders. And he looks like he's like some kind of sailing kid, which almost makes no sense. Mm-hmm. And she pairs you up with uh, Richard Light, and he is dreamy. You have <laughs> met your secret crush. You just didn't know it was him. I was just going to say, he's so dreamy. Hi, Richard. Yeah. Yeah, they, sh- they, sh- they show the extremely uh, uncomfortable films about puberty and getting your period and starting to shave and where you're going to grow hair on your body and how your penis works and how your ovaries work and all in one day oh yeah yeah <laughs> it's 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 all oh, yeah. in a 15 minute film it's fantastic and there's always that one really awkward kid in the movie too who asked like the awkward questions that everybody's thinking but we wants to actually say yeah it's better than the other option for the movie where it's like did you order a pizza Gee, you know, sometimes I have thoughts about girls that make me want to uh, have alone time with myself. Is that okay? No, Jimmy, that's not okay. That's not You're okay. going to burn in hell. <laughs> I, I feel funny in the front of my pants. <laughs> but what if the other boys are bigger than me? I was the best one. Just thinking like 10 minutes of the entire class laughing their ass off. <laughs> so yeah, all of this is incredibly uncomfortable. And then you have to, like, fill out a worksheet with your lab partner and talk about your own changes. What? <laughs> nope. What kind of nope. school did you go to? <laughs> you think I'm fucking shitting you? No, I know you're not. I am not shitting That's you. That's why I'm and saying. And they paired it off, white girl? To. Yes. I mean, it probably does it a really good job of getting it done, but... I'm yeah, like, oh, growing hair on my face here. <laughs> so, uh, I want you to roll your choice of guts, courage, or face charm to make your way through this. Okay, guts, courage it is. Face charm it is. Like, because you could not think of a more humiliating position to be in. Mr. Whisker, I whispers. Think no. Well, <laughs> um, I got a pair of sixes. All right. Ooh. Wow. Pair of nines. And a, yeah, pair of nines. A pair of fives. Okay. So you all basically make it through this in the best way possible. What is your strategy? So, in other words, like, how do you manage to make it through this exercise and not completely lose your shit or lose your composure or bust out in giggling or make an ass out of yourself? Try to keep everything above the belt. Like, 
hair in weird places. Yeah, I started growing some whiskers. And she's like, oh, yeah, whiskers on your chin. Okay. And she can't, like, bring herself to ask question number seven about, you know. <laughs> she just kind of, like, marks it, maybe. <laughs> so, yeah, you just kind of, like, play it cool and, like, we're going to, like, half-ass our way through this. How does uh, Tommy deal with it? Um, he breaks out his inner edge lord and yeah. starts talking about how this is so asinine and why are we doing this? And Madison is like, I know. This is like totally humility. How about how about you give me your sheet and I'll give you my sheet and we'll fill out our own sheet and just hand him in without looking at him, okay? Deal. Done. How about uh, Lucy and Richard? Lucy is actually who like smiles at you and it's like monster right now. Can I see? Um, <laughs> Lucy actually tries to talk to him about boating and sailing things and ocean and water things, uh-huh. just to try and keep the topic there. Yeah, he is like way. He's like, yeah, my dad has a. We have like a twenty-seven foot sailboat and we sail out on Lake so Michigan every summer. Yeah, it's really fun. You do a lot of swimming out there too. Oh yeah, <coughs> and you know, even up on the Great Lakes, you can even surf. Like really? Well, when the like waves are up and it's cold and it's kind of uh-huh. crappy, but in near the shore, the uh, especially like this time of year, actually, you can surf. Oh. It's what brought you to this town? Oh, my dad got a transferred, uh, for, but we still go up every summer and trailer amazing. the boat up there, and and yeah. like uh, we'll spend like all of June and half of July and do like this big loop through the locks and Sault Ste. Marie and all this cool that stuff. sounds amazing. Yeah, it's really fun. I really miss the water. Yeah. yeah? Oh, did you, do you? Oh, like, I, I used to surf all the time. I've been, really? I've been Where'd you water. live? Hawaii. Oh, my God. Yeah. I've always wanted to learn how to surf oh, it's in Hawaii. so gorgeous out there. I just, yeah. I, I hate this place. And then she yeah. did the hair flip thing, and then. So, yeah, you both hand in blank <laughs> sheets. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> not enough time, but uh, you made a friend. <laughs> So, I'd say, uh, oh yeah, it is the, we are at the multiple end of a scene. So if you've lost, has anyone lost more than one point off of any of their stats? Nope. I think I'm the one who's lost any so far. No, I, I think, I well, got you don't recover one. it all. You recover all but one. one. So basically you stay where you are yep. if you've lost something. All right, so you make it through the humiliation of life science. And uh, the bell rings and you're back in the halls again. Lockers. And uh, you ran into the crime dog, right? Yep. Okay. Tommy, uh, you know Dan the janitor, right? Yeah, sure. I mean, not relationship. Yeah, sure. You know Dan the janitor. Uh, Dan's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. He talks like Sam Elliott. And he's usually got some kind of... He's mopping in front of your locker when you come. Uh Uh-huh. And he's like, oh... I can't talk like Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott can't talk like Sam Way to dig yourself a hole. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that shit. Hey there, Tommy. How's it going? Let me move this out of your way so you can get in your locker. Oh, thank you. What happened? He says, oh, just, you know, uh, things ain't right around here today. Why? You notice that? He says, uh, kids and teachers going missing. And I just uh, got done mopping up that weird slime oozing out of Mr. Wickham's room. Done burned my mop. And he holds up his mop and like like acid is like eating the mop fibers. 
So I'm going to have to go get a new mop head, I guess. I guess. Well, you take care, Tommy. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Stay out of trouble. Absolutely not. Okay. Well, whatever. <clears throat> so, final class of the day. Pre-algebra. Yes, your favorite. Your teacher's <laughs> Mr. Burton, a.k.a. Chrome Dome Burton. So bald. And it just, like, the lights shine. And it's, ah! So, yeah, that's been the running joke so far this year. He's like, okay, so you all remember to study for the surprise quiz today, right? (laughs) Who remembered to study? For the surprise quiz. Roll me a brains and remember. For the surprise quiz. (sighs) The surprise quiz I announced at the beginning of the year. Holy crap. Para ones. You actually did remember to study. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> Brains and remember? Tommy did not. Neither did Lucy. Hmm, too bad. Tommy, you think you're going to be okay. It's uh, the associative rule, the reflexive rule, and the commutative rule. If you know <laughs> that, the first part. The associative rule, the reflexive rule, and the commutative rule. No, I. I I'm, do you remember what those are in real life? If you know what they are in real life and you can tell me what they are right now, you will pass this test. <laughs> uh, what is the, the associative rule? Oh, hell. I'll give you a hint. I'll, I will tell you the reflexive rule. The reflexive rule is what? X is X? Yes. Yeah. I don't know what the comment, I don't know what the actual word is. I could work it out, but I couldn't tell you exactly what it is. Okay, the associative rule begins if A equals B. Then B equals A. Okay. And the commutative rule begins if A equals B and B equals C. Then A equals C. Okay. You're gonna, That's all logic stuff. You're gonna pass this test. Yeah. Barely. <laughs> well Nick, I'm not even gonna ask you, because you were like, oh yeah, I'm all over that shit. <laughs> no, I so oddly, you, un- uncharacteristically, you remembered to study. You are in good shape on this test. Except you didn't have the books. Huh? Except you didn't have the books. Right. Because you put them for school. <laughs> Lucy. It was cold last night. Okay. You're having some difficulty. Uh, but Matt. I daydreamed out during this entire section of the class. I don't know what's happening right now. Yeah. Matt Trelicky, though, is sitting next to you. He's like. <laughs> He's, he clearly knows the answers. Are you going to do anything uh, that might be viewed as immoral? Illicit. Illicit. Unsavory. Would Lucy do this? What's Lucy's motivation? To go on a ship with her new yes, boyfriend? Lucy would do it. Sure. Let's do some things. Okay. So you're just you're going to copy off of them? Or what are you going to do? I'm going to try to sneak a peek at a couple of his answers. Just okay. Just quick. Um, you don't even need to roll for that. It's just a... Okay. A choice. And uh Wrong choice. <laughs> <laughs> I never got to cheat in school. I never had to cheat. So I got to live through my dreams right now of being that person who has to cheat. How's it feel? Do you feel dirty? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Tommy. Yo. You, like, 
the math and the science is kind of your jam, so you're not having any trouble. Yep. Unfortunately, in this class, you sit next to Jay Ben Dixon, and you notice that Jay is also trying to cop the occasional. He's clearly struggling. Okay. And trying to uh, cop a look over your arm. And Jay Ben who? Jay Ben Dixon is the kid that was uh, crockpotting <clears throat> the kid on the bus, and also the leader of the jockey dodgeball crew that, okay. like, pretty much undressed you with a throw. Connive. What are you going to do? I am going to intentionally fill in wrong answers. Okay. And then I'm going to act like I'm going to get up. He goes to put his dent. I sit back down and actually put Erase the right and answers. actually put the right answers in. Because okay. I'm a bastard. I like this. This is sneaky. I can't use any of this stuff. Too bad. You can use a relationship. Do I declare that now? You can do it. Uh, the rules are unclear on that from what I read. So you can, I think, I think it's fair to say you can wait till after you roll and then okay. call in some relationship dice. Oh, hell, you're rolling six dice. All right, yeah, that that works. So you like put down this complete nonsense. Yep. And he's like, and kind of making so you're not, you know, yeah, no, I'm, I'm blocking kinda, I'm it with kinda. your arm. And and he's like copying it all down. And you get up to take your test in. He gets up right behind you to take his test. Puts in. his in, and I go, oh crap! And I go back and I sit down and start erasing. Yeah, it, and so he like puts his test in the basket and then realizes what you're doing. And, it's like, oh. and he sits down <laughs> next to you. And he, like, elbows you really hard in the ribs. He's like, what the fuck, man? You dead meat in the bus tonight. <laughs> Ow, quit hitting me! Uh, and Burton appears behind the two of you, like, <clears throat> clamps down on both of your shoulders. Ow. He says, what's going on here? I got a wrong answer, so I, I noticed and I sat back down, and he's hitting me? Yeah, uh, Okay. Detention, both of you. <laughs> Burton hands out the detention slips easily. All right. Well, so, final bell rings. It's too bad the only brightness out of him is his forehead. You're on double secret probation now. How are we on time? Yeah. And not doing anything with him? Well, it's the final bell. Oh, okay. And uh, you all have detention slips. You have double secret detention. Jamin Dixon has a detention slip. And uh, so the four of you show up at the assigned detention room, which is Mr. Wickham's room. With the acid pulling out of it? Yes. And uh, Mrs. Blackledge is in there. She's like, well, you've been naughty little children today, haven't you? I (laughs) I can't say what I want to say. Yes, you can. Okay. You're a seventh grader. You can say what the fuck you want. Okay. You fine. probably will, so, too. No, she said, so, you know, little children. Yeah, well, don't touch yourself over it. Uh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the. <clears throat> as you say that, like, you all walk in and you're gonna, like, sit down in your seats. Like, this hasn't even started yet. You're, like, really thinking, like, I can just go, and maybe I can go to a different school. That'd be good. And I can just quit school all together. I really need this shit. And Tommy pulls that out. Right? And she kind of 
holds back her head in a shriek, and the door slams shut, and the lights go out, with no one messing with the switches, and she begins to transform. And she grows tentacles and fucking eye stalks and... Called it. Multiple mouths and teeth. Wait, go, you bastard. Becomes slightly more horrible than she already was. I really don't see a difference. <laughs> something, something, someone's ex-wife. What? She said, naughty children must be punished. Joe, will help? Um, but where's Mr. Wickham? Mr. Wickham was the sacrifice to call me forth. You? So he's dead? I say that was a waste. (laughs) (laughs) I love your smart ass. (laughs) It. Ten. Jay. Six. He's just going to be wetting the bed, though. Mm. Lucy, five. Dog, four. And Tommy, four. We'll go Tommy, then dog. Just to mm. change it up from last time. Whoa. I know. Because there's, like, no tiebreaker thing. Your monsters act on your turn. Okay. So, she reaches out with her tentacles to just wrap you up and grab you all because she has many tentacles. Uh, however, that's going to be as... She can only attack as many people as she gets sets. Right? So, she's very powerful, but the many-on-one thing does not work great. Uh, so I see triple sixes. I see a pair of twos, and that's it. I'm assuming she hates the fuck out of me. Oh, well, she hates the fuck out of all of you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say uh, she gets you and she gets J. So two, four, six, eight. Uh, she grabs J and she grabs at you. Do you want to take a defensive action? I do. Okay. You'll need so, to beat a pair of twos. I have fins and tail. Oh, yeah. You could have your, your monster defend. I mean, you personally can all... She's not grabbing at your monster. She's grabbing at you. Oh. I just assume since she's a monster, we flip to that. Yeah, your monsters are uh, showing up. Mm-hmm. Let's <clears throat> that way. What would I use to dodge? Feet and dodging? Maybe we can try that. You can add relationship dice to it if you want. Sure. You can wait till after you roll too. Yeah. Beat a pair of twos. Mm, nope. So, my parents, bless their dear hearts, were very worried about me being a tomboy and running around and doing things all the time without you know adult supervision. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to make sure that I knew how to defend myself from you know people who would attack me. So they taught me some quick moves to kind of get out of grapples and escape and how to run away fast. Mm-hmm. Like your dad gave you the little self-defense lesson yeah. in the garage, that yep. kind of thing. Yep. Okay. So I add three for that then? If that, the relationship is three, you add three dice. Okay. Numerically, it's almost, almost impossible, impossible to fail to get a match. Oh, I always got to fail. Yeah. 
pair of tens. Pair of tens beats the pair of twos, so you manage to uh, dodge out of the way, and your relationship doesn't suffer any harm. Uh, Jay is also going to try to dodge and fail. He cannot beat the three sixes. Uh, pretty game at it. So he's like grabbed up and like ah, and it's his turn. And he's going to just try to punch the tentacle holding him. Uh, I've seen enough hentai to know where this is going. It's not going there. God. Well, this reminds me. Since I took damage earlier to my hands, yeah, that was seven. That means Omakua also took damage. No, because you didn't take. Oh, did you take any emotion? Oh, that's right, because it was emotional damage. Yeah. Yeah, so... So he took a physical... On seven. Same one point of damage on seven. So he's down by one die. One die? Yep. Okay. So he's pounding on the tentacles. Oh, hey. And Lucy, it's your turn. You're down a die. I mean, just for In having battle, yes. defended. I have Wicked Fast on my monster... Mm-hmm. So that would put me in front of Jack then? Yes, thank you. I get my place back. <laughs> I'm going to try and use Brains Remember mm-hmm. to remember the diagram that was on the board that caused her to freak out. Okay. My odds are not good here. About 50% if you're rolling four dice. Oh, only three dice. Too bad. No. Okay. Yeah, you remember it looked kind of like a leaf, and if only you'd read your Lovecraft. It was probably some sort of elder sign or something that she accidentally made, and then, like, it made her wig out. Uh, what does... So, Amakua appears. Okay. Uh, like, you are threatened, and he appears. He takes threats very seriously. What would he like to do? I'm going to assume he's going to attempt to bite the crap out of her. Okay. Um, does she seem sea-like at all? Uh, she seems Cthuloid. Maybe. I mean, so there are tentacles involved, but there's, yeah, tentacles and teeth. Okay. He's probably just going to... See, this is the part where not knowing the system hurts me because I'm not sure what some of these things would do in this scenario. Well, more dice is better. Right, but like as far as like an inspiring terror, that would do something special versus just attacking and doing damage. Well, inspiring terror works against muggles, gotcha. right? So you could scare a whole gym full of adults. Okay, but he's probably not going to do anything. Probably against her. just going to bite her. Okay, with his terrible jaws. Of course, he appears and he's bask in my glory. I've arrived. Um, and then his jaws open wide. And wider and wider and wider, and so I'm at minus one, and I'm at minus, he's at minus one as well. For me, having gone once, only if it's the same hit location. So you took damage in hit location seven. seven. No, no, no. I'm saying, yeah, I got that marked off already. I'm saying, oh, okay. I'm saying for the me dot. No, no, you're two different characters in terms of that. Okay. So he hasn't used an action already. Right. Okay. So he is just going to fight. Typically, you take your best set. Am I better going wider or higher? Um, 
probably wider because that will do more damage. Your damage is width minus one. Okay. Five Wait, ones. what did you just do? Awesome times two. No, awesome times two means you can change one die after the roll. Awesome times one means you get a set one die before the roll. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it doesn't mean to, yeah. So you got a four, four by one. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think I'm going to waste a defense roll on that. So she's going to take four... Uh, also not attempt four. Jesus. So that is th- uh, four extra damage, mm-hmm. right? Okay, she's going to take seven harm to her glubbering body as he just takes a giant chomp out of her. I'm going to... Super effective. I'm going to say, and that's how you take a bite out of crime. Aww. <laughs> All right, Dog. All right. <laughs> so my rats are coming there, right? Oh yeah, they're swarming out of the walls. Okay. Oh, I was thinking of doing an area attack. Okay. So I have area times two, which is each level area gives your monster attack an area die of damage and a five foot radius of effect per area die. Each character inside the radius must roll the area dice when mm-hmm. you hit. So the area would be five, and then it says this two would be seven dice, then? Yes. Okay. You'd roll seven dice for the attack. And so basically, and this is a ten-foot radius, so that's pretty much everyone in the room is going to have to roll two dice. Okay. But go ahead and roll your attack first. <laughs> pair of nines. Okay. She gets no matches. Jay gets no matches. Um, so everyone roll two dice, once for yourself and once for your monster, except you. Okay. Just tell me if you get a match. What was it? Two dice twice. I get a match. Nope. All right. Uh, one harm. Among who it is not. One harm to location nine, which is going to be your brains. You are scared out of your wits. Oh, because I need to beat nines too. Oh, yeah. Because I had eights for me. I'm sorry. One. One harm to location eight. It's a weird, different rule for the area effect. Wait, it's. What? Uh, area page fifty one. Okay. All right. Some things area don't. Area on fifty one. Nice. They hurt you. The guy next to you. His dog. The car passing on the street. And the pavement. Things that explode or burst or blow open really big have area. Area is measured in dice, but they aren't rolled like regular dice. First, though, if an attack with area hits, then figure the damage for it normally. So it is one damage, right? If you need. Uh, Need to know how big the boom is. Figure that each area dice covers five foot radius around the main target. So five area dice mean about a twenty five foot radius. So you have a ten foot radius, which is a twenty foot circle circle in the middle of a probably thirty foot classroom. It's going to hit everyone. Everyone caught in the blast rolls the area dice. Each oh each area die indicates a hit location. Each victim takes one shock to each location indicated by the area die. 
If you aren't the main target of the area attack, you can try to dive for cover with a feat plus dodge roll. Okay, so let's do that again. The height of the main, if you beat the height of the main attack with your roll, reduce the number of area dice by your width. Remember, you have to declare the feat plus dodge roll just like any other action, which we're ignoring. So yeah, rats swarm into the room and are swarming literally all over everything. Everyone roll feet plus dodge, except you. Yep. Uh, and this is like to be at minus. I'm not going to do that to you. Okay. I think you should get a defense roll at full value. All right. And you're trying to beat a pair of nines. Yep. Nope. Two pair. Still has to be height. So that was a particularly cruel. Um, I'm not going to get caught here. I need to live through this so I can meet up with my crush, Richard. Yes. And finally get things going with him. Okay. Screw <laughs> so, this. I'm going to live. Okay. Add those relationship dice. Yes. <laughs> Nothing tweaks my nose. I could sit in here a little more. Four fours. Does not beat a pair of nines. What? It's Four three. fours. Or three fours, rather. Oh, I just have two zero, two tens. Yeah, but, oh, you have two tens. That will beat a pair of nines. Shouldn't three of a kind beat two pair? If you beat the height of the main attack with your roll. Okay. So the height was nine. You had to get a set of nines or better. Okay. Uh, no from you, or did you not roll? No, I missed. What do we roll for our monster friends? If anything. Since you don't have feet plus dodge for your monster, I'm going to uh, roll your dice for Whatever. hit location 9. Because it was 9s. Uh, yeah, that's a pair of 10s. Okay. You got a pair of 9s. So three 9s. Monster's fine. How about two 10s? Still beats. He's your monster's fine. Uh, but I took you, a... need, you need to roll two dice now. You're going to take one harm to both of those locations. So one to brains and one to face. Okay. So how, are you kind of losing your shit with all these rats crawling all over you? Yeah, probably. Like you're a little rattled. And what's wrong with your face? Uh, huh? What, what, what is the harm to your... He's, he's not got a new nose piercing. Yes. <laughs> sure. One of the rats bit you right through the nostril. Okay, do I still have to roll anything for mine? No, I because have... you made it on both. Okay, but it said you reduce it by the number of... Yeah, but it did one harm because it was a pair of nines. So if you go down to one, to z- it goes to zero. If you'd rolled three nines, you'd still be taking one harm, one and you'd have to roll to the two dice. Two areas? Yeah. That's the part that's confusing me, is why we're taking it to two areas. That's why I kind of hate, like, the crunchy bits in here, because yeah. they're like, what? What? That makes Seriously? no sense. Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, it's there for things like if you get a machine gun, right? That's an area yeah. thing, or, you know, so they wanted some way to model that, but I, I kind of don't okay. like it. So, so Lucy is, you know, trying to get away from the rat. She kind of stumbles and falls, and then, with the last burst of effort, realizing, you know, Richard's waiting for her on the outside, 
she manages to scramble up on her windowsill, and Amaku just eats everything. Yeah, Amaku is like deep into this tentacle creature, yes. and probably attack, attack my mouth. It'll work well. <laughs> Puny mortals. All right, so that was Mr. Whispers. Yep. And are, is a uh, dog doing anything? Throw a chair at it. Sure. Okay, I'll throw a Give chair. Give me your feet at it. plus PE. I would like to use a little knowledge from Lefty and training how to just grab objects and throw them and use them as weapons. Oh yeah, Left, Lefty is uh, uh, claims he used to be a knife thrower in the circus, but Lefty tells you lots of stupid stories. Yep. Pair of eights. Okay. You whip a chair and it kind of clonks solidly. Tommy! Okay. Tommy and uh, Flytrap Joe. Okay. Joe. What do you want me to do, boss? I'm ready to help. Use Vine Whip. You got it, boss. So, strangling vines. Alright. Yeah. Awesome. One. Paratans. Nice. Does it have any other modifiers on it? No, just okay. awesome one. Okay, paratens. Uh, vines lash out at it and uh, hit it in the head. Cool. Seems to be effective. What about Tommy himself? Um. See, that's the problem. Not exactly a combat guy. Yeah, yeah, he'll take a swing. And do nothing. Any relationships that could help you out here? Well, did mom give you advice for fighting extra dimensional monsters? (laughs) No, but I'm used to fighting off my sister. Hey, we're we're seventh grade. Look at all those guys. The little sister may be an extra dimensional monster. Yeah, remember all the movies we saw like Godzilla and Hey, pair of nines. Okay. Super effective. You also like you chuck something at her, or just run Mm -hmm. up and try to punch. Oh, I'm gonna chuck something at her. Okay. That thing is too eldritch for me to get near. Yep. So you hit a sci-fi nut. Watching all the sci-fi movies. It grabs, it, it still has hold of Jay, and like, Bye, Jay! And makes <laughs> Jay into a bloody mess. Alright, you've had your potato chip. A tentacle whips out at you. Uh, would you like to dodge or defend or something? Block? No. Nope, you want to take it? Okay, one arm to hit location eight, which would be your hands. And. round now? Yes, this is the top so we're of the pull, pull, pull dice for things again? No, a new scene. Or a new. New round. I meant flick from action, so like I. Yeah, yeah, use, yes. I did an action once that's no longer yep. reducing. Okay. Uh, and it. A tentacle lashes out at you mm-hmm. and is going to hit with three ones. I will attempt to dodge that. Okay. Actually, 
get three something. Dad taught me things. I've never used that once. Is there a limit on... Nope. You can use as much as you want. You're just risking your relationship with them. Yeah, why not? Get another three. All right. So your mom and dad relationship is gone. You're going to take... Doesn't it go down one? No. I think you can't use it again in the scene. Okay. Yep. Nah, it goes down one. Treat it that way. No, I'm fine with it going away. That's great. It said both in the book. You take one shock to the relationship, and you can't use it again until you do like the quality time with mom and dad thing. So I, it's a little weird, and we're not going to do that. Today. Damn, I guess I got to go listen to some more stories. I was looking for that, Mike. I know you were. Uh, however, you're only going to take one damage uh, because... because you blocked one. Okay. Uh, to hit location one. one. Damn, I'm less of a jock. Uh, yeah, so one of the tentacles lashes out and, like, sweeps under your feet, mm-hmm. and you try to get away, but it still, like, flips you up in the air, and you kind of land down with a crash on a desk. Okay. And that is all the attacks it has, so it is, uh, uh, Jay is, Jay does not get a turn anymore because he's been eaten, so it is Lucy's turn. You're at minus one die now for the... Yep. What would it be to yell out for everybody to remember the thing on the board? You could just say that. That's fine. I'm going to just. I'm going to say that loudly. Remember the picture on the board. And what? Then, there was a picture during class when she was doing the stupid thing with the thing and the other thing. Nope. With the sentence structure nope. that you forgot with the ball. Never mind. And then I'm going to... I was just picturing punching our face in. Yeah, okay. I just saw a leaf pattern. I put a dry leaf around it. Uh... <laughs> Can I use brains out thing to put myself in a more defensive position? Yes. To give myself advantage <clears throat> the next time she attacks me? Yes. I'm going to do that. So what are you trying... Well, roll it. Yeah. Okay. I will describe what happens based on this. Sure. Okay. So, there are, being an English classroom, there mm-hmm. is, like, the area of the rows and columns of desks. Right, right, right. But toward the back, there's, like, okay. a little mini so, library with yep, some heavy there's bookshelves. There's a bunch of bookshelves. I'm going to run back there and yank one of them over. Yeah. And kind of use, like, a... Barricade? blockade barricade thing. Okay. And part of me, as me, is dying inside at the thought of tipping for a bookshelf and knocking books on the floor. But Lucy's perfectly fine with us. Yeah, because books, schmucks. Whatever. I mean, it's all... It's like a hundred copies of, you know, the Red Badge of Courage. What does Almakua do? Almakua is going to... Oh, he also took a damage to his dorsal fin. I'm going to forget that a lot. Uh, no, because you took physical damage. Oh, okay. He does not take equivalent harm, only emotional damage. Okay. Okay, um, he's going to continue nomming. Okay. Jesus. Uh, how about five fives? Okay. 
four, so four fives plus four. Nine fives. Good grief. She will gobble four of those fives, reducing... So, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Three of them. So she's going to take six harm. Right, she gobbled three. Yeah. She should take five then. You had four plus I five? four plus four. Oh, eight. Okay. She gobbles three, so she takes five. When the math works in our favor, you yeah. shut up. <laughs> All right. He rips through tentacles, just, you know, cutting them off, basically. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, oh, oh calamari. This Come to delicious. me. Uh, dog. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> My rat's do area. <laughs> Stop it. Well, you have different... You can... Oh, I guess they, they only have the attack. Uh, I'm going to say that's optional. You don't okay, have to use that. Because the other one is burning. Yeah. Setting the room on fire. No, it's, <laughs> it's the burning of a million bites and stings. Is that what it is? So that works differently. Okay, because I got all I got here was set stuff on fire. Yeah, but it means it basically means that it is ongoing damage. Oh, okay. Is uh, mechanically what it is. Mm-hmm. So let me see if I can find that. You can feel free to do your area damage. Burn. I got a nice like wall now. Burn attacks are the hurt that keeps on hurting. The location hit by an attack with burn is on fire, or possibly being eaten by acid or a swarm of flesh munching ants. Whatever, it's the sort of thing that doesn't quit. You take the normal damage from the attack, but then you take another point of shock at the end of every round until you put out the fire. Really nasty burn attacks might go to scars or blah, blah, blah. If you stop, drop, and roll, doing nothing but trying to put out the fire, you can put it out with a guts plus courage roll, blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, basically, she's either going to have to take a turn to do an action to try to shake all the rats off, or she's going to take an additional so damage to that So can I just have the rats location. come into the room and avoid them while attacking? Yeah. Okay, I'll do that then. The rats are already in the room, but yeah. you can just attack her. Don't attack all the things. Yeah. Okay. Oh, let's see. I got a pair of sevens. That's uh, a, okay. a six, a nine, a ten, a four, and a one. All right. And then did she take my point of burn from last round? No. So I'll Put that in. And I'm going to head back to where she is, and I'm going to start whipping books at the thing. Okay. So that would be feet and PE? Yeah. Oh, pair of fives. Hip pair of fives. Good for something. She's not even going to try to block that. All right. Tommy? All right. All right, the fractal roots. How much can I take with that? I think that's uh, quite a bit. Sixteen hundred pounds. Oh, that's how, that's what it gives to chuck it. Let me let me just double check. All right, because it doesn't look like we're doing all that much damage to this thing. You we? can hoist sixteen hundred pounds and throw it six hundred and forty yards, and I'd say sixteen hundred pounds would be. Roughly the weight of this monster. But that's with the fractal roots. That's your strangling vines. Fractal roots... You can swallow people... Uh, I don't think you can do that much. Well, I was thinking one, two, three... Oh, yeah. He could do do that. If you want to just use it as an escape. That's beefy. You guys okay with that? 
they may not have a choice. <laughs> oh, it's either that or I got a better idea. Um, Joe's gonna protect me first. I'm gonna do multiple actions. Okay. So Joe's going to be doing two actions. All right. He's going to attack, uh, protect me with the tangled mass of plant bits, and then use the fly trap jaws to attack her. Because we seem to be doing okay. All right. I will pass your protection roll to the next round. Okay. Because like she's done attacking this round. You're acting last in the round. Right, but it'll continue until my next round. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. You can wait till she attacks you. Oh, I get what you're saying. Do you see what I'm saying? You don't have to do a protection now because All right. I've been randomly assigning who she's hitting. I guess, yeah. Alright, so this is the Jaws. Pair of sixes. And she he has gnarly two, so that's four damage then. Okay. To a two. To location two. Alright. Uh the the jaws of your plant come in and like take more bites out of the body and you can tell that part of her is now non-functional. Cool. Essentially. I mean, just your body. The tentacles and the teeth and the ugly head are still going, though. What is uh, Tommy going to do? Tommy is going to... Is he going to remember what Lucy just yelled seconds ago? I could try. Give me a brain's remember. <sighs> oh, hey, pair of sixes. Yeah, you remember that symbol. Okay. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> um, I'm on the opposite side of the room, I'm assuming. Sure. The chalkboard. Or is there a chalkboard on both sides? There's a chalkboard nearby, or one okay, that you can cool. get to. Draw the symbol as best I can from memory. Okay. Uh, give me a second roll at full value. Of? Uh, no, no. That's not the point of one roll engine. It's one roll. You remember that. You remember it well enough. That you can draw it from memory. And uh, so you draw this kind of weird twiggy leaf thing that appears on the spines of many Call of Cthulhu books, which you wouldn't be familiar with because you're not that kind of nerd. And uh, she sees that and is like, No! No, I'm banished! And like, uh, melts down into a puddle of black ichor, which then eats its way through the floor. What the fuck was that? What are you doing? I was trying to find a video that matched, but... <laughs> oh god, make it stop. <laughs> Sorry. Alright, so you remember the symbol and draw it on the board, and she melts into a puddle of disgusting black ichor. And uh, Jabe and Dixon is strangely absent, and apparently detention is over. Cool. I'm going to go home the quick way. Okay, yep, flytrap Joe. Uh, Alright, boss, let's get out of here. And he swallows you up with one of his uh, flytrap jaws, and you 
and then he sprouts out of the ground in the backyard in his usual spot, and you, like, burst your way out of a seed pod. Mom, I'm home! <laughs> oh, Tommy, I didn't hear you come in! You're a pod person. <laughs> You must have been out back taking care of that plant. Oh yeah. You got you got a good idea for the science fair? Yeah, something about cross breeding breeding plants. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, fly trap Joe was like, Oh yeah, thank you, boss. Uh, Alright, how do you get home? I just like, come on, Mr. Whispers. Alright, yeah, he head on home. melts into the walls and the woodwork. And yeah, you go out back on the mean streets, and uh, you see Carlita. The I mean, she's not out in the morning, but yeah, afternoon. It's kind of her early shift, and uh, she's out there picking up. You know, business is slow, and she's like, "Oh, hey, dog, how was school today? Anything good happen?" Just the usual. Well, take care of yourself, okay, honey. You, you look you look clean. You got cleaned up. It's nice. Yeah, I got to take a shower in gym class. Oh, excellent. Yeah, that's the best. I usually just have to wash up in the restroom at the quick trip. How do you get home? I don't think I can actually use the Dream Sea for transportation. Like only only when you're asleep. He gets home going, yeah. what a hunk. So, sigh. I just, <laughs> I bag. run most of the way home. because fuck that shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as you're running, uh, Richard goes riding by on his bike. He's like, oh, hey. Oh, hey, Richard. How, how are you doing? Good. See you tomorrow, <clears throat> right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Cool. Bye. Bye. As I trip and stumble in. Yeah. <laughs> Make an ass out of yourself. Yep. All right. Yeah, that's, that's monsters and other childish things. And I wish I had thought of something better or more awesome, but at least we got to play it. Stop that for a first round. Yeah, I... I wanted... I guess a couple of things that seem to be in the spirit of this game is that your monster should make more trouble for you. And I don't think I did that enough. Like, your monster should be offering to eat your teacher. Yeah. And and then you have, like, that choice of doing it. Do it? Because that could be okay. Yeah, I thought about having... The voices and the ugly and drive people crazy. Shabbat yeah. Valley Geek Actual Play and Community Theater Podcast brought to you by Baron Von Productions. Monsters and Other Childish Things is published by Arc Dream Publishing. For more information, check out www.chipwivalleygeek.com. This is the end, beautiful friend. This is the end. My only friend, the end It hurts to set you free But you'll never follow me The end
What was the name of the other kid in Dexter's lab, the tall, skinny one? I have no idea. I never watched that show. You've never watched Dexter's lab? No. Philistine. Um, I'm with you. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I knew one kid was kind of dumb and he got, he got his head stuck in the bleachers. Um, during in it was Jim or uh, recess inside because it was rainy, and he was wearing like uh, basketball shorts. <clears throat> so of course he gets his head stuck, and somebody just yep, completely pants him. That was you, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> I remember one time I actually got I got caught for the other side of this. Like there was a girl who sat behind me. I was like, what's what's he? And I'm like. Did you let her cheat? It? Did you yes. let her cheat? Yes, I did. Because she thought you—you you thought she was cute, or you were just a nice guy. Both. I uh, remember doing science class. I was a top student but, uh, in the class. So I of course, of course, like they got. Yeah, sure, of course, go. the teacher caught us, caught mm. her, and then instead of going after her first because he was a smart teacher, he pulled me in the hallway first. Me being the nerdy guy who is not used to confrontation and being in trouble ever at all. Mm-hmm. It's like you know. If you come clean now, I'm like, yeah, we did, whatever. Like, I just probably strip folded. I mean, it was sad. I am so desperate to get laid. And he's like, son, <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> I was a terrible person in high school. And now. Mostly now. This is such a stupid goddamn game. What I'm sorry. I, I had nothing for this. I would not play this again. It's it's. I'm done trashing my own game now. Thank you. (laughs) I'm enjoying it so far. I think my idea for the game worked in my head, but doesn't actually work because this just is not enough to interact with. These rules are genuinely horrible. Almost monstrous, one might say. One might. All right. Seriously, bad jokes is my shtick. I'm branching out. I think I found the perfect costume for going to an uh, uh, anime convention. Just a whole bunch of dryer hose attached to a shirt. I'm going as hentai. <laughs> there you go. I did. I did really enjoy the glimpse into your psyche and yeah. your devo- in your developmental years. Thank you. It was. It was interesting. I, I actually played it down because uh, yeah. uh, there there was way less bullying. <laughs>